Hey guys, happy Feast of the Annunciation. Today we decided to do something a little bit different. Um, in addition to talking a little bit about the Annunciation, we are inviting you to pray with us. So we hope you find this episode to be helpful uh, for you as you also celebrate this beautiful feast day. If you were in a witness protection program, what would your new name be and where would you go? Uh, um, Schlista. Because <laughs> I can't think of anything else. And I would go to Switzerland. Okay. I literally just made that up. Great. I would be Tiffany because that was the name I always wanted to have when I was little. I don't know why, but I thought it was the best name. So Tiffany. I would be Tiffany and I would go to Australia because I want to be like Mary Kate and Ashley when they were in the witness protection program. Did you ever see that one? No, but my answer Our feels are really inferior to yours now. I'm sorry. That wasn't my intention. That's okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. What is your favorite so. smell? Ooh, um, fresh laundry. Oh. I love that smell. Yes. Like, you know, the bath and body works like that. You can get those like wall scents and there's like, yeah. Fresh linen. Fresh linen. Oh, man. Yep. I want everything in my life to smell like fresh linen. Yep. So good. Pancakes aren't bad either. Oh, pancakes smell amazing. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I think either baking bread or roses. I think roses are probably my favorite. Lexi loves St. Therese. That does not surprise me. <laughs> What's the weirdest dream you've ever had? Um, I can't think of that off the top of my head. The weirdest dream I've ever had. I literally can't think of it. I think I've had like a lot of weird dreams about like my mom having like twins when I was like 25 and that was like oh, literally, yeah. literally impossible at yep. this point when in her life. When your mom gets pregnant, I've had that dream for yeah. sure. Yeah. So like, and I'm a youngest child, so I always was like, I want to be a big sister. Yeah. So I had like a lot of dreams like that. Or like now I'm having dreams of like being back in high school. Like recently I was dreaming that like I thought I had graduated from high school, but then I was like back in high school and I had to like go through my senior year again. It was really weird. Interesting. Yeah. I have a reoccurring dream that my teeth fall out. What? Yep. And I've looked it up on a decoder that's... and it yeah. apparently has um, deep psychological meanings for my life. I also have uh, dreams about being in houses that are haunted and they're different colors. And I've gone back to them sometimes. Like there's the greenhouse and the red house and they're both really scary and I don't like it. I feel like you've them. told me about this before. Yeah. I have a lot of nightmares. I have most Well, we watch nightmares. a lot of like scary movies. So that's probably why. That's true. Okay. One more. Okay. Great. Who was your first celebrity crush? Chad Michael Murray. Oh, he was so dreamy. Oh my gosh. Cinderella story. And then One Tree Hill. Yeah. I had his picture on the back of my door. Did you have pictures covering the back of your door? I wasn't allowed to. Oh. My whole door was all pictures from M Magazine. Do you remember that? What was it? Actually, I shouldn't say it that loud too because my sister had one of Orlando Bloom. I think I was just too much of a goody two shoe that I was like, I don't want to. Whatever. Whatever. I don't even know. (laughs) But you had one of Eminem. What? No, it was called M Magazine. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> it was pictures. I had pictures from M Magazine. Half listen. Uh, okay, so this is super embarrassing. My first celebrity crush was Lance Bass. <laughs> he is, in fact, gay. So 
that's all right. Really that you had a crush on him for my prospects with yeah, him. Yeah, bummer. I think Chad Michael. Well, okay, we're not going to go into that. He's still attractive. Yeah, he is still attractive. Yep. So, in case you were wondering, <laughs> I found a random question generator, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I'm just going to keep drilling Ashley over the next it's scaring week. scaring me. I'm just going to keep drilling her. Like, every time that I see her, I'm going to be like, random question generator. Da, 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 da. And then she's going to have to answer. It's actually what Lexi usually does to me, even without a question generator. So, <laughs> except for not. Say hi, Lee. Say hi. The cat's almost going to meow at you The only time that she doesn't meow is when I want her to. <laughs> Fact. Full act. All right, Lexi. Today is a very Done. beautiful... Da, da, da. Day. It's a special solemnity, which is a fancy word for like celebration. Which is funny because when you think of solemn, you think of like grave. Memento mori. Memento mori. <laughs> Who would ever make a whole podcast episode oh, about memento mori? Death. Well, we did. Um, Not today, friends. Today is a celebration day because it's the feast of the. Annunciation. Annunciation. Oh my gosh, we sound like Mary Kate and Ashley now. Oh, that's my dream. Yeah, I want it to be. The Annunciation, y'all, is a beautiful feast day. And if you do the math, what's the date today? March twenty fifth, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Well, how many months later, my friends? You didn't see Ashley counting on her fingers, (laughs) but that would be (laughs) niner nine months until. Christmas. Which makes sense because the Annunciation is about when Mary was called to bear the son of Jesus Christ in her, or not the son of Jesus Christ. The son the of son, Jesus Christ. The son of God. Jesus Christ heresy, had no sons, actually, Except for, yeah, no he doesn't the, at all. Um, the, the Da Vinci Code. They go yeah. into all about how Jesus and Mary Magdalene had a love child. But as Catholics, we know that did not happen. And if you have questions about that, ask Lexi. Um, Lexi, <laughs> Thanks for that. Lexi is going to actually, though, uh, tell us a little bit more about what is this feast about. Okay, so um, basically today is the Feast of the Annunciation, but I also think it's really interesting because we can totally refer today as um, the Feast of the Incarnation, mm. when God took on flesh, like carne. If you think, if any of you are studying Espanol, you know that carne, or Latin or Latin, yes, come on. Chesterton, <clears throat> that Trinity. carne means meat, right? It means um, like flesh. So the incarnation is when God, who is pure spirit, takes on flesh. So he um, becomes man. And we know that that happened today because today is the day that Mary gave her yes to the Lord um, being made incarnate in her womb. So the angel appeared to Mary and she conceived of the Holy Spirit, right? We see that in the Angelus. Everybody. I almost started saying the Hail Mary after that. <laughs> Hail Mary. Hail Mary. <laughs> uh, so that's what we celebrate today. We celebrate the day that the angel appeared to Mary and that um, Mary said yes when she said that uh, she would participate in this plan that God had for her life. And because of that, we have Jesus. And because of that, we have a Savior. And we would not have Jesus or a Savior, probably. There's theological debate about that, but not really, actually, because we needed Mary to say yes. Hmm. Uh, And so today is a really great day because we have a Savior because of today. And God became flesh today. And remember, when we say the creed at Mass, you know how we bow 
during the creed. Today is the day that we bow during, right? So when, when like we're saying the creed, you know, and we say, um, let's see, I believe. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Yes, he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Right, right, right. So we bow during that part. I think it's really cool because that's today, right? Like we lower ourselves during that moment because God lowered himself to be like man. And, and that's what we're celebrating today, you guys, is that God, the all-knowing, all-powerful, all-good being, became man. So let's ponder that today, shall mm. we? Um, I want to talk to you about Mary's response. So we're going to talk about Mary's fiat. And uh, basically, Mary's fiat is, is her way of saying, like, let it be done to me according to thy word. So Mary's response, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done unto me according to your word. That is Mary's fiat. And uh, just also for clarification, I never knew what the word handmaid meant. I was like, do you, do you work on people's hands? Like, I don't, I didn't know what it meant. So (laughs) I really didn't. And I thought that when I was a kid. So women were handmaids um, in the time of Jesus. And they, they would wait on their master, right? So they were, they didn't own their own time basically, right? Like they were servants. Um, and so whatever the master wanted, the handmaid would do. And so when Mary says, I am the handmaid of the Lord, she says like, I belong to the Lord and I, I do whatever he wants me to do. Right. So, um, she claims that in, in that moment, she says like, Lord, whatever you want, like I'm your servant. So uh, that's just a clarification in case you thought that Mary was like painting God's nails. <laughs> that's not what it's happened. Like, never crossed my mind, but <laughs> really glad you clarified that. You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's super funny. Um, awesome. Thank you, Lexi. So we thought, uh, based on some of the requests we've been getting, um, some people have been like, hey, can you give us some more practical ways to pray? And so we thought that a beautiful way to celebrate the Annunciation today Um, would be to introduce to you a method that Lexi and I really like. It's called the pray method. Um, And then we'll actually, what? P-R-A-Y. P-R-A-Y. Give me a P. Give me an R. Give me an A. Give me a Y. Okay. What did it spell? Pray. Okay. It's, you know, it's late on Tuesday night. night. We're going to be honest. (laughs) That's the issue. Um, okay. So pray method. Anyways, we're going to teach you this prayer method and we're going to use the enunciation as part of our prayer today, which we'll explain in a moment. Um, and so, um, we're hoping that this is something that you will be able to use right here and right now with us, but then also in the future as you explore more scripture passages. So I just encourage you if you are like doing something else right now, like I typically do when I listen to podcasts, um, we're going to invite you like in to pray with us. Like we're actually going to guide you through a prayer. So if you either want to come back and then, and listen to this later um, so that you can pray with us, or if you want to like put down whatever you're doing, uh, we're not just going to talk at you. This one is participatory. So uh, let's, let's yeah. do so that together. Let's do it. So before we um, actually do the pray method, we're going to explain it a little bit. So, Pray method. Um, it's an acronym, P R A Y, as we already spelled out for you. You ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> song, guys. 2006, 2007. 20, 
06. Wow, I don't think I've ever thought about it being said that way. I think I just am in the habit That's of saying great. 20. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We old. Okay. Anyways, it's an acronym. And so each of the letters of the word pray um, stand for something in particular to help us um, kind of have like a comprehensive prayer session, if that's the way you might put it. <laughs> um, so uh, what we'll do is we'll just kind of take you through each of them. So I'll just start with the first one. Um, the first one is praise. Um, P is so, for praise. Yes. Child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought I got loopy at night. Like, Lexi apparently is more slap happy than me. Okay, that's crazy. Anyways, okay, so praise. Um, one of the beautiful ways that I find to praise the Lord is to use the Psalms. Um, our Psalms are full of a lot of different kinds of prayers. Um, but actually, I think within every Psalm, there ends up being some kind of praise. Whether that's like, I'm in, I'm in agony and I'm still praising the Lord or some really great things have happened. Um whatever it is, the Psalms offer a beautiful way to praise. So a lot of times when I'm doing this method, I will start with a Psalm. And particularly, I like to start with Psalm 100, which is what we're going to do in a little bit. And you'll see why when we read it. Um, and then another way to praise is, because um, the whole point is really just like to, to call our hearts to rise up to the Lord, right? To be like, whoa, like God is God. He is good. He's my provider. Um, and so in addition to praying a psalm to just praise him for who he is, it's also really a great time to just thank him. Like, Lord, thank you for these blessings. Thank you for this person, for this situation, for speaking to me in this way. Um, and be specific, right? Like the Lord is honored when, we, when we're specific. And I think it helps us to, to remember his goodness when we do that. So, Do you know there's only one psalm that doesn't end? with God's goodness. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Don't tell me. Like, I know all the Psalms. Let me just go through each one of these I in my brain one-on-one. I, on one. I think, I think it's the one that Jesus starts on, but that he starts to say on the cross. Oh, Psalm 27? I can't remember though. I might be a total heretic right now. I can't remember if that's the one. I know that there's only one. And I, I weirdly think that it's the... Um, into your hands I commend my spirit. Oh, man. But maybe it's not. That might be totally wrong. Anyway, okay, so R. So we've got the P, and that's phrase. And then we've got the R. R stands for reflect. So today we're going to be reflecting on the passage of the Annunciation. So when you're reflecting and when you're in this, this um, phase, it's really great to either have a scripture passage or like a... A paragraph or a, a sentence or something from a spiritual book that you're reading that you can reflect on. So it's great to have some content for this one. Um, the rosary is also like one giant reflection, right? So whenever you're reflecting, I recommend having scripture, a spiritual book, or meditating, like doing a meditation on the rosary, um, on the station of the cross, like doing some kind of, of um, intentional reflection on a part of the life of Jesus and or scripture. And when you reflect, Lexi, like what are some of the questions that are rolling through your head? Oh my gosh, so many questions. So uh, something that I really appreciated um, that someone told me once was try reading through the scripture passage and putting yourself in the perspective of all of the different characters. So like if there's three characters in the passage, try reading the passage three times, putting yourself in the position of all three 
of the different characters and ask yourself like what am I feeling what do I see what do I smell like what's going through my mind how would I feel if I were in this position and sometimes that means putting yourself in the position of Jesus which is actually a really interesting place to try and put yourself um, to think about what he might be thinking and what his motives might be I know that's often really helped me realize like why Jesus said something a certain way why he why he asked a certain question was like, oh, I think I see what he might have been going for here, you know? So it can help to put yourself in those different positions. Um, I also just like to ask myself before I reflect, like, God, what do you want me to gain from this passage? So it's really great to ask the Lord to, like, reveal something in particular to you. But in general, I just like to try and insert myself into the scriptures and say, um, what were these characters thinking and feeling? And then maybe afterwards a little bit of, okay, how does that apply to my life and my situation right now? Um, what do I identify with? What do I not identify with? Like, what doesn't make sense to me? Um, but how does this passage then apply to my current situation? Beautiful. And I like to tell people this too, like, I have found that the more that I reflect the more I learn how to listen to the Lord. Like it's a, so it's an true. art. So like if the first time you do this, you're like, I don't know, like don't be discouraged, Normal. pick it up again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Like I just remember like at one point in my life looking back and finally being like, Oh my gosh, scripture's kind of making sense to me now. Wow. Yeah. You know, like it really yeah. is like, it's learning a new voice. It's learning a new way to read and the Lord will honor that. And he remember will that God's voice is the still small voice, right? It doesn't come through the fire or the raging wind or the thunder, right? Like God's voice is very small and, and very humble. And so it can take us some time. And I just think, yeah, I also encourage you not to get discouraged because it takes time to learn to hear that very small, very humble voice. Yeah, absolutely. All right. A, you guessed it. Ask, 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 ask. One of my favorite things to do is to ask people like, Hey, what can I pray for you for? And a lot of times the response I get is like, oh, uh, I'm okay. I don't want to ask anything, but like, can you pray for this person in my family or in my, in my friend group, which, Hey, that's awesome to want to pray for your family and friends. Like hear that. That's great. But also I think that there's this like common misconception that like, oh, I shouldn't ask from God. Like, I don't want to bother him or who am I to ask or whatever your reason is, right? Like I know that I've gone through times in my life where I'm like, oh, that's so selfish of me. But actually like in a weird way, it's like kind of selfish not to because the reality is that like all of the things in our life, all the things that are good, all of the patience we have, all of the courage we have, etc. insert whatever, it's because God has given it to us, right? And he's a God who respects our freedom so much that like he is waiting for us to ask. Right. And I, I want to refer us to Matthew seven, where he, where Jesus says, ask and it will be given to you search and you will find knock and the door will be opened for you for everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds and for everyone who knocks the door will be opened. And that doesn't mean that it's going to happen the way we want it to. Right. Like the Lord several times in my life, I've asked for one thing and he's given me something different. And I've realized like, oh, that's better. But it was like the process of asking that like deepened my relationship with him. So I really encourage you that when you're asking, you really don't think of anything too small. Like nothing is too small and nothing is too big. Like ask, like he's delighted in you just coming to him and trusting him with those 
um, desires and needs. It's lovely. It really it is. is. It's lovely. It is. It makes me happy. <laughs> okay. Uh, finally is Y. And Y stands for yield. 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 <laughs> yield, <laughs> boy. Wait, do we, yield. Say, do we say that to dogs? No, it's healed. Or healed. Heal. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have a dog. And that's a dog. <laughs> no, but it is a street sign. And that actually really oh. is effective. <laughs> Never mind. She asked about a dog, but then she looks at me like I'm a freak. I thought you were talking about like it's a street, like a hip thing on the street. (laughs) It's actually a gang sign. That's why I was like, Lexi. But she meant like it's literally a street street sign. sign. Apparently I don't yield. (laughs) Okay. And and if you know anything about the street sign, which apparently Ashley doesn't, then you know what yield means and you know what it means actually even in this situation. So when when you're supposed to yield, right? Like when you have the yield sign, that means you're supposed to defer to whoever is coming, right? Like you're supposed to wait for them to go before you go, right? So if there's someone coming, then you pause and you step back and you let them go, right? Um, when we are, are talking about yielding to God here in prayer, we're saying, I'm going to step back, Lord, and I'm going to give this over to you. I'm going to let you take the reins. I'm going to, to give my problems, my burdens, my anxieties, my, my prayer time, even that I've just had right now, I'm going to give it over to you. And sometimes that can come in the form of um, a very intentional prayer where you specifically say like, Lord, I'm, I give this all to you. Um, I really like my yield time to be a time of silence where it's like more of a movement of the heart. Um, so it's, it's kind of up to you how you want to choose to do this. Um, I know Ashley said that she likes to pray in our father for the yield where, you know, you just give, give the day and, um, all of your prayer intentions over to the Lord by praying in our father, which is a beautiful option as well. So, uh, whatever is best for you to, to defer to God, um, to put yourself second to him and to make sure that he's your number one priority and that you've given all of the control um, given your burdens and given your joys over to him, whatever is best way for you to do that is how we want to yield. And I think it's important to remember too, that as we yield, we yield because our father is good. Like we're not just yielding to like, Oh, like, you know, I hope it works out. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like, Oh, I have to, or I'm going to be in trouble if I don't like, no, we yield because we have a good father. And as somebody like that has struggled with coming to terms with that in my own life, I just want to continually reiterate like, Oh, we, we can trust, we can yield because our father has our best interest in mind. I think that's a really great point to note for all of these P-R-A-Y. Um, I think sometimes it's really easy for our prayer to be focused on ourselves and on asking the question, like, what does this have to do with me? Um, and recently in prayer, I've been really convicted by our father to ask more the question of like, Lexi, but who am I? Like, I want you to reflect on who I am, not just on yourself. And like, sometimes we need to think about ourselves, but ultimately the more that we think about who God is, the more that we find who we are. Absolutely. Right. So I think it's really important when we're, especially in the yield phase, but really in all of these phases to ask ourselves the question of like, who is God? Not who am I, but who is God? And then through that, we ultimately do discover who we are, but we get so much more out of it in the process. So that's a really good point to make. Awesome. Are we ready to do it? Let's do it. Lexi, I'm just going to ask you if you would read or if you would pull up the uh, actual enunciation because 
Yeah, man. I like your translation. I got it right here. And I will uh, pull up the Psalm 100. Cool. Got okay. it right here. So if you would like, um, if you're a person that likes to write things down to kind of be able to, to keep yourself focused, be able to look back at it later, we invite you. I would say you. even if you're not a person who likes to do that, you should probably do that right now because we're going to give you some time of silence and it's going to be awkward if you don't have anything to write down. All right. Fair enough. So go get a piece of paper or your journal and a pencil or a pen or a marker for all I care. Something to write with. A feather quill. If you have one, please go grab that because <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, and then we'll, we're going to lead you through the P-R-A-Y and there will be moments of silence because we're intending that you'll be praying this with us. Um, if we don't give you enough time and you're like reflecting away, like there's a pause button, like press it. Um, but just as we we are intending there to be silences in between is our point. Yep. We're going to, we're going to walk you through this in real time. Real time. All right. You ready? That was my like pre-prayer exhale. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, let's ask for the Holy Spirit to come and be here with us in our prayer time. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm going to read to you Psalm 100 as our praise. Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. We're going to invite you to take a brief time. We'll be quiet on here um, to write down your uh, the things that you're grateful for in the past week. So what things have has God brought into your life um, that you're grateful for this week? I encourage you to be specific um, and to, to just write those down. Okay, so we're going to move into our time of reflection. I invite you to close your eyes and uh, picture this passage as I read it. 
This is Luke 1, verses 26 to 38. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. So what we're going to do is offer you um, our reflections um, to hopefully help you with your prayer and stir up some thoughts in your heart. Uh, and then we'll read it one more time and give you some silence time to uh, do your own reflecting. So um, as I was praying and reflecting on this verse, what really struck me in particular was that Mary was greatly troubled by the angel's greeting to her. And it just kind of got me thinking about um, how much of a huge shock and life change this would have been for Mary. I think that the reason I'm thinking about that in particular right now is because of where my own heart is with all of this coronavirus um, stuff that's going on. And and um, was talking with some teens earlier today about how very different their life feels now because their routines are not the same and um, so much has been taken from them. And, and it, a lot of people are saying this doesn't even feel like real life. This feels like something totally different. And what I'm imagining is that that is so how Mary must have felt and more because not only was this um, a, a life change like we're experiencing, but it was so much more than that. I imagine that there were some very real fears and some very real troubledness um, in, in her heart, there, that there was some real turmoil going on in her heart because of how dramatic of a life change this would have been for her. And yet she still said yes. Um, and so I've, I've just been reflecting on uh, how, what life changes the Lord is bringing to us um, and how we can still say yes to them even though we might be troubled. Yeah, that's beautiful. 
Uh, I definitely like, feel that as well. I think the, the part that stood out to me right when we read it um, tonight is this, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. I'm struck by the fact that um, it wasn't that the Holy Spirit just was like, sorry, Mary, this is what's happening. Boom, done. Um, but rather, like, God was awaiting her yes um, before it happened. Um, and that might be a small detail, but that really strikes me because I think it's just so important um, that I remember and that we all remember that, like, yes, of course, the Lord is in control, um, but he so deeply respects our freedom. And he's given us as humans this this ability to have reason, like we have reason, right? We have the ability to be rational. And um, we hear Mary asking the question, like, how can this be, right? Not not in the way of like, what the heck? Not like that, but, but more in like a, huh, wow. Like, I'm able to reason. Like, I know this is not how it usually works. Like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like, wow, like, what are you up to, Lord? Um, and Mary was okay to ask that. And like, it's okay for us to ask those questions. Um, and yet with Mary, um, in the end, like, that question, like, led her to this moment of faith where she was able to say, okay, yes, let it be. Like, Lord, I want what you want. Like, I've spent so much of my life saying yes in little ways that now I'm ready to say yes in this big way. Um, and I know that that you're so good and so respectful of me that you're, like, waiting for my yes, um, that you're waiting to send the Holy Spirit into my womb in this way until I say yes. And then I'm just struck by the result of that. Like, wow, look what her yes did. Like the incarnation, like Jesus is now in her womb. So I'm going to read the verse one more time. And I invite you to um, write your own reflections. What stands out to you? Um, maybe try re listening to the gospel from a new perspective. Um, and you can write afterwards. We'll give you some time. So this is a reading from the Gospel of Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. And he will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God, and behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, 
and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. And having just reflected um, on this passage, I think it's really natural that we now become aware of, of what we need from the Lord and able to res- in order to respond um, to the movements in our hearts. So I just invite you right now, um, just ask the Lord boldly, Lord, help me with this. Lord, I need the grace to do this. Um, both in response to what, what's been moving in your heart on this reflection um, and also the other things that have maybe been lingering in your heart, just bring that to the Lord in confidence um, right now. So I'll give you a moment to just write those things down and converse with the Lord about that. For our yield, today we both thought it would be very appropriate um, to pray together Mary's fiat. So when Mary gave her fiat, her her yes, her total all-encompassing yes to God, she used the words, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And so... um, Our hope today is that we can all pray this prayer together three times. Um, So I'll say it once, Ashley will say it once, I'll say it once. And we invite you to pray it along with us out loud if that's possible for you, if you're alone and that wouldn't be too weird. Otherwise, (laughs) um, if you want to write this down maybe three times Mm. or just pray it in your heart three times with us and try and claim these words and make them your own. Let's pray together. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done unto me according to your word. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. 
May it be done to me according to your word. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, Holy Amen. Spirit. Amen. Amen. I just want to say too, as I was praying with this, um, I think it's important to remember that like, uh, Mary is like with us as we continue to say yes to Jesus, right? Like maybe you just said yes to Jesus in a way that you haven't yet before. Uh, Mary can relate to like the weeks and months after her yes. Like she gets that and she's with you and she's inviting you to like to pray with her um, and to invite her in. It's a continual fiat, not just a one-time yeah. thing, right? Yeah, and after you say yes, there's a lot of yeses that have to keep happening after that. So I was just thinking like we're a couple weeks into this whole kind of new way of, of our lives. And I am I'm just like imagining like, what was Mary's life like, like two weeks after yeah. her fiat, you know? So yeah, she's totally with you. Um, and, and continuing to say yes to Jesus, she can help us do that. So that's awesome. Thank you guys so much for praying with us today. Yeah. Highly encourage you to look up the random question generator and drill your family with random questions this week. And yeah. And don't tell them we told you to. Yeah. And then continue using the prayer method, P-R-A-Y. Yep. And I hope that it can bless you. Yes. And you can, if you want to do that with the gospel each day, Laudate app. I've been telling people every moment I have. L-A-U-D-A-T-E. Latin for praise. Look it up. You'll see the daily readings. And then that way you don't have to wonder what to use what during your reflections. So... We hope that you have a beautiful, blessed Annunciation and that you pray more and eat more good food. Amen. Amen. Love you. Amen. 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 All right.